Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Sherry Clips. I got a real fun show for everyone tonight. I actually am here with two guests. I have Jay Rittler and Rhett Sever. And welcome, you guys. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, hey, what's up? This is Rhett. Yeah, this is this is really the most interesting show I've had because both of you come from very different walks of life and you have very different topics. But I think this is great because we've decided to all hang out together tonight and just talk about these exciting things that the both of you are doing. And I guess, Jay, we're going to start with you tonight. How's that sound? That's fine. Awesome. So... Jay, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, our listeners at this point don't know who you are or what you're about unless they read the um, the introduction that's wrote for the show. So. <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm an urban explorer, a paranormal investigator. Um, I've been investigating haunted locations and places for over 20 years. Exploring last year, that's a newer thing for me. But it's you know it's it's an interesting way of life. That's for sure. Oh, I'm sure. Now, for you only to be doing this for a year, I have to say I'm really impressed on the amount of YouTube videos that you have made because that's a big way to see exactly what you do. And can you tell me about how many videos you have now on YouTube? Um, Last count, I had over 170. Wow. But that's also including live streams. So I do a live stream once a week. I kind of like you, Sherry. I do a show once a week on, on YouTube. So. Oh. Well, I I'm I have to catch that. I'm sorry. I, oh, my, I yeah, no I idea. really don't I don't interview people. I pretty much my show is I come yeah, there's a way for me to connect to my fans. They can ask me questions about places I've been, things they've seen in my videos, and it's a way for me to communicate and connect with my fans. Wow. Rhett, what do you think of that? <clears throat> I mean, I was huh? thinking, like, how, yeah, that that's, like, a, um, like, very, but, um, <laughs> like, how do you get into that, um, kind of work, I guess? Like, what got you into that? Well, I um, mean, it was an experience as, as a child. I had a major experience. I basically, uh, was held in place by by a couple of ghosts for about 10 seconds, which felt like an eternity to me. And that, oh, wow. from that point on, my whole life was just different. I was seeing things, hearing things, talking to people that weren't there. Yeah, my parents had told me some interesting stories. Wow. Oh, wow. Now, do, do, you, do you remember your experiences really well? Or is it things that well, you've heard the from what your parents that told you? The major experience that held me in place, yes, I remember that one very clearly. Um, another one that I had that was really off the wall, uh, yeah, I, I remember those moments like they were yesterday. Wow. Wow. Now, did did anyone think, hey, this kid is crazy? <laughs> well, that's the kind of the funny thing you say did that. You I did see a few therapists in my life. Um, yeah, they tried the different things. Um, they never quite figured out what was going on. Um, it just kind of, as, as I grew older, I kind of figured it out on my own, and I just kind of dealt with it, you know. 
Mm-hmm. I acknowledge the spirits are there, but I'm not afraid of them, so I don't fear them. But I know they're there. Right. Wow. Has there has there been anything in your adult life now that you've um, been able to say you can witness and um, maybe some activity that has happened to you? Well, um, let's see. The greatest one was uh, the one Revedon Acres in Indiana. There I was hung. I was actually woken up to what sounds like a construction crew in the room upstairs, up in the upstairs of the house. Um, there was nobody else in the house besides me and two other people, and they were sleeping. So, yeah, and it's on, it's on the video on YouTube, Revedon Acres. It's, yeah, it was, I was woken up by something, and that camera I had running upstairs completely malfunctioned the whole night. Wow. Now, I I know this is, as we were, we had talked yesterday as well on the Brian and Sherry show, um, I have heard that during paranormal investigations, a lot of the times the equipment fails, that they malfunction. And I mean, spirits, you you know, spirits do like to mess with electronics, you know. I mean, they do put off electronic, you know, signals. So that's why we use the equipment to pick it up. So, yeah, I mean, they can interfere with stuff. Wow. So in your videos, um, you actually have proof on those of this paranormal activity actually happening? Well, I mean, in the Revenant Acres video, I mean, I, you, you see me wake up, literally wake up and look upwards like, What's going on here? Why? What's what's making all this noise? And you actually hear me talk to my people that were sleeping in the room next in the room with me. They didn't respond, so that's when I picked up the camera. And yeah, it was really interesting. It went on for like twenty minutes. Did the noises that I was awake for? So wow, it was very interesting. Wow, that's crazy. Even as an adult, it creeped me out hearing these noises upstairs, waking up to what sounds like somebody building something in the room above you, and you know there's nobody else in the house with you, you know. Oh, I would be running out the door, just so you know. <laughs> I I don't I don't know if I could stand there or sleep over in a place that's haunted that I know about. <laughs> I'm a scaredy cat. I'm one of those uh, people. I don't go. I don't run away from the shadows. I go towards the shadows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm the opposite too. I'm like Sherry. Oh, I, I go if there's weird, if there's noises, footsteps, whatever. I'm going that direction because I want to see it. I want to capture it. I want proof. <laughs> right. Well, I want proof too, but I'm going to send you in. Okay. Well, that's fine by me. <laughs> I love doing what I do. No, that that's great. And, you know, you're so brave. Like, I sit here and I listened to your stories yesterday, and I was literally getting goosebumps. And I'm like, I don't know how you guys can do that. Um, I can't even go into a haunted house, like, you know. <laughs> that is like you know, it's funny that, like, you know, that I love paranormal and all that, but I don't like horror movies. I don't like, you know, scary <laughs> things like that. But I love paranormal. Oh. Oh, that's interesting. Uh-huh. Right? My, my, yeah. I've right. had a few friends tell me that's just kind of a weird thing, that I don't like going to horror movies. I don't like watching horror movies, but I love the paranormal. Wow. Um, um, why do you think that is? 
Well, because parent, you know, horror movies are not reality. They're just a bunch of right. bunch of people sitting around a table writing some stuff out, getting rich. That's all that is right. to me, mm-hmm. and I'm not the person to support that, and I don't really care. I don't want to watch somebody get slaughtered and murdered and all that. That's not that's not fun. <laughs> right. Me. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you stop and think about it, there's people who get paid for this. They sit around the table, think up ways to torture and kill people, and they get paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of <laughs> weird. <laughs> so, weird. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Now, talking about movies and stuff, have have you ever watched other paranormal shows that you can say you believe what you see? Um, my favorite show that's no longer on television anymore is Ghost Hunters. Um, that was the most realistic out of all of them. I think like some of the other shows have gone to Hollywood. You know, they're too much about the money now, or mm-hmm. it's just you know. Yeah, I, I can name a few names, but you know we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Right. I always like to ask my I mean, Don't get me wrong. I want, that... I want to make some good money doing what I do, and I want to have to live a live enjoyable life. But I don't need to be a rich fool to do it. You know. I just need right. comforts. <laughs> <laughs> right. No. You you were telling us yesterday, uh, you go in and out of um, buildings that are kind of decrepit. And yeah, the abandoned, the urban exploring, yes. Yeah, and can you talk to us a little bit about that as well? I mean, it's 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 a dangerous it's a dangerous hobby. It, that's for sure, because you never know what type of state a building is in. You know, it, that's why you never explore by yourself. Uh, it's one of the rules I live by. Never go urban exploring by yourself, just in case something would happen. You want somebody to be able to go get help. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, it's very dangerous. You get into places that you're, there's walls missing. Um, was it um, the church I went into down in Indiana? Um, actually, that church was missing walls. The whole top floor was pretty much burnt off. Um, yeah, that was an interesting church. <laughs> Now, do you, do you kind of roll in the paranormal investigating as you do that, or is that just sometimes, a hobby? Too? Sometimes, you know, if we're if we're depending on the situation, like when we were at uh, Mercy Hospital in Indiana, the birthplace of the Jacksons, which is an abandoned hospital, um, we actually started doing an investigation upstairs in the surgical surgical ward, but we really didn't get nothing. So then we just kind of called it what it was, you know. As we say in the paranormal world, the ghosts aren't performing monkeys. We can't make them do tricks. Sometimes they show up. Sometimes they don't, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Have you had activity happen um, in, in these places that are so? Yeah, I'm sure, you know, I'm, I'm sure something has happened. I've had friends say, well, that door moved or, you know, did you hear that? But you also got to think of yourself, you're in an abandoned place. There's windows busted out. There's wind whipping through. There's walls creaking. You know, there's water dripping. So you just kind of write it off. I just, I, I don't even think about it most of the time. You know, I just kind of go upon my filming and see the, the beauty and decay. Hmm. Interesting. Red, do you find beauty and decay? You think with buildings? What? Wait, you say beauty? 
Yes, beauty yeah, and decay. Right. Yeah, no, yeah, I think it's um, kind of, because it's funny, like, I was kind of raised with that perspective because my mom and grandma, they actually are, like, antique dealers, and they like when things huh? are um are kind of, like, a little old because, like, they think it's, like, character. And so right? they actually prefer things like kind of old and worn because, you know, they like that character. So, yeah, I definitely can see that. Yeah. That's Absolutely. interesting. That is. I'm, I'm, I'm a photographer on the side and I would totally love to go around with you, Jay, and take pictures of these buildings because some people don't think about it, but you know, some things you can catch that are in that state is especially if it has history, you know, it's pretty amazing. Yep. Yes, it is. Now, what what got you into looking at these buildings so much? Well, you know, it's kind of funny. What got me into urban exploring was actually a YouTuber named Omar Gosh. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of him. Um, he's pretty famous. He's got, he's got millions of subscribers. Um I was actually oh, cool. watching one of his videos, and he actually found a dead body in the video. And from that point oh on, God. I said, I want to go check out abandoned buildings. So, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of morbid, but, you know. <laughs> wow. Are you hoping to find a dead body? <laughs> no, I hope not, and I don't hope I never okay, have to deal you. with that situation, but... To be on the right. other side of that coin, it would make an awesome video. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, so what did they do about that? Uh, they ended up just cutting the scene, and then they ended up having to call the cops. And, yeah, they weren't right. able to upload video for a while. They had to fuzz out the whole body. You know, he wasn't able to show nothing. <laughs> yeah, the big thing when it happened. Oh, is wow. so, actually, I didn't know that. Is that illegal to actually show a, a real body? Yes, it's illegal to it's show a body. A dead body on television, yes. Oh, I didn't even know that. What? That's weird. Because I guess <laughs> sometimes they, well, I don't know. Do they ever, like, show funerals and then, like, there's an open casket? Is that, like, an exception? I, I think, I think I they've know. already, that, that, that I'm not sure. You know? But I'm, I'm talking, okay. you know, people, like, in the moment of death, you know, where they die, you know. Like, if you went to the suicide force and you filmed some guy hanging from a tree and uploaded it, you're going to get your ass in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that exactly. actually did happen to one um, very exactly. famous um, I, exactly. YouTuber. Yes. Yeah. I know exactly what you're referring to. Even. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was about. weird. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. I would be out of there. <laughs> Yeah, they were. They left pretty quick once they found the body, but you know, it was just the thought of like, wow, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so Jay, Jay, I'm just impressed by the type of bravery you have and the things you do. It's just amazing. Um, tell me some of your future events you have planned. Well, let's see. In a couple of weeks, I have an overnight at a haunted farmhouse um, that's in a very unincorporated town that nobody will stay at the house. 
Um, anybody who lives there moves out within a couple months. So we're going to go spend the night there. Um, <laughs> uh, next month Crazy. I have, uh, in the next couple months after that, I have a couple campouts at other haunted locations where we're actually camping there for the weekend. Um, then we're also going to Pottstown School in Ohio, which is another haunted school. We'll be spending the night there. Um, I have Frar, which is another haunted school in o- Iowa. <laughs> which I'll be spending the night there too. So, wow. cool. Uh, I so, how, 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 how do you make a living? Location. Yeah, yeah. And, ahead, and like Matt. you what were you saying, think? um, yeah, I was wondering because like before you were saying like you you can make a living at this. Like, how does you that can, work? Yes, uh, with YouTube and Instagram and all them paying you after you're monetized. Oh. Oh, okay. Nice. Right, because yeah, then, you have just a lot of followers. Yeah, once you get the followers and your subscribers up, you you can you know you get the views and you start making money. Yep. Oh, that's cool. Wow. I know. <laughs> I think I just have to do more advertising or something, because um, I'm just kind of starting to do that kind of thing. How many um, subscribers you got yeah. on YouTube? Not like twenty or something. Like, well, hey, we all have to start yet. somewhere. I I started last year yeah. with none, so and I'm at eight hundred and oh. something now. So, my wow. suggestion like, to you, you, my my suggestion to you is go into uh-huh. other people's YouTube and other people's live streams, comedy live streams, people that do the same stuff that you do, and people that watch your type of videos and get to know them and let them know that you're there. Right, I think I just have to do wow. more interacting on. You know, start posting to Twitter, Instagram, you know, Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I just have to do more work, more yeah. posting. Yeah. Social media is and a major key. <laughs> do you do the yes. the boosting of the, your stuff, like pay to have it boosted a little? Uh, I have actually paid uh, to boost my page a couple times, just a couple little things. I've never spent, you know, hundreds of dollars, but I've spent 10, 20 bucks yeah. here and there, you know, the boost a page here and there just to help it, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've tried it a little bit hmm. too. Um, and yeah, it, it kind of works. Yeah. Okay. It does help. Hmm. Gee, I've learned I, a lot I guess about I social media in the last myself. year. So. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're still here, Sherry? Yeah. I thought we just took over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all good. I'm learning. I'm sitting here. I'm learning. So, I'm like, I, I got to do something with my podcast here. I'm going to put it on YouTube. I got to do like a visual or something. I'm surprised you don't put it on Facebook like, you know, like like your partner does, you know? Well, I was going to, and I apologize to all my guests and people, um, I had the black screen of death happen to me a week ago. Oh, yeah. That's oh, good. yeah. I had lost. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? I'm one of those who um, I store all my <laughs> passwords on the computer and everyone's pictures and, you know, and yeah. it died. So I was like, oh, my gosh. I do have an external hard drive. Thank goodness I just started using it. But I had some info on there. So I, I recommend to anyone to get your external hard drive and uh, upload your info onto that because I lost everything. Yeah. 
So wow, I apologize. Yeah, yeah or I, I understand been in touch losing with stuff. Sooner. I've gone out and filmed yeah. three-hour, four-hour videos and lost the whole video. So. Oh, oh damn. no. Yep. It, was it because That's of like go, a ghost or something? Who like really, paranormal you know, activity? You really, or? you really can't tell. You can't tell. Oh, you okay. never know really what happened, you know, because it happened after you got home. Yeah. Sure, it could have been energies that messed with your electronics, that messed with the film, you know, it could have been. But that's just that speculation that's hearsay, you know. I need proof. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah, that was actually one of the interesting things I wanted to ask. Um, that I realized because like is part of it you know like wanting proof because maybe like a lot of people have not believed you in your life so this is your way to kind of like get proof like or like get back at them kind of like I don't want to I'm not I don't want to prove anything to anybody else I want to prove it to myself I want to prove what I saw growing up was real you know, not yeah. a figment of my imagination, not, you know, I want to prove that that stuff is real. Right. Okay. So it's more for you, right? Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's cool. What, what would you say the best way to do paranormal investigating? Would, would it be with all this high-tech equipment stuff and EPVs or... I mean, obviously... Okay. I mean, obviously, you know, you want a camera because you want to be able to document what you have. But in, in reality, all you need is your eyes and your ears. And listen, don't be making noises, you know, don't be taunting. Just, just talk to them, you know. If there's, if there's an, especially in an abandoned building, think of it as the spirit is there, and they've been there for 100 years. They've been waiting for somebody to come and talk to them. They want to communicate. It's just they don't know how. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Now, cool. Jay, have you ever used a Ouija board before? I don't believe in Ouija board. <laughs> okay. And I don't believe. I think they're too open. You never know what you're going to get through it. And, and I'm sorry, but Parker Brothers makes a Ouija board for seven-year-olds. Really? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. true. I, I can't take proof in something that's made by a board game company. <laughs> it just it, yeah. it doesn't work for me. <laughs> but you know, I do know there's people out there to use it. I don't use one. I don't like using them. I just don't. I just they're just too open. So you know, you never know who you're going to talk to, what you're going to talk to, what's going to come through. You know, you just yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Oh, well, <laughs> but that's interesting. So you do you do think it's working, but it's like kind of like inappropriate. Well, yeah, because you never know what, you know, it, it, it is a doorway. I mean, sure, if you have the right, it just your mind itself. If you believe something powerful strongly enough, it's going to happen. You can will things to happen. That's yeah. been proven, Okay. you know. Right. So if you believe in what you're doing, you know, if you got three, four people sitting around a Ouija board and they all believe wholeheartedly that there's something going to come through, there's a good chance something could happen. And it may not be good. Right. <laughs> just saying. Oh, okay, so it's it's more of like like the like the dangerous, sinister side of things in a way. Would you say is that why it's like not good or? Yeah, just yeah, it's more sinister. Okay. Yes. 
Okay, that's that's interesting. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Uh, I had I interviewed two people um, about two weeks ago. Um, they both had told me during an interview that they had been scratched three, t- you know, like three lines, and um, by oh, yeah. something. Um, have yeah, the old famous three, yeah, yeah, the old famous three. Yeah. Uh, um. I mean, I, I've come up with some weird marks on myself, and I've had some weird stuff happen to me that, you know, I can't quite figure out why it happened. Um, like the greatest, the, the best experience I can tell you is we were at um, Abandoned Theater in Indiana, and I started not feeling really well. And, I mean, it just got worse and worse. I started getting really a bad headache, and I started getting really sick. And then we went to the Abandoned Church right after that, and that's when it really got bad. As soon as we left the church, I ended up getting sick. But as soon as I got sick, everything went away. So oh, wow. my friends believe I actually had an attachment to me from the theater. And then when we went to the church, it kind of shook it loose. Oh, wow. And oh. it was really weird. Just as you were telling us that, Rhett, I don't know if you heard it, but it sounded like we were losing him a little bit. Oh, I, I heard it clear. You heard it clear. Okay, so it's from my end. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Wow. That, that's your technical that's difficulties. Hmm. Odd. But okay. Wow. Well, that well, that's kind of freaky hearing that you were like physically feeling. Yeah, I mean, I was physically nauseous. nauseous. I was yeah. I physically got sick. It was just bad. And I'd never felt that way before in an investigation or in exploring someplace like that. It was just terrible. Wow. But I just find it funny that when we went to the, when we left the church is when I ended up getting sick. Wow. So. It's almost like it definitely attached itself to you or in you. <laughs> Ooh, scary. <clears throat> Um, do do you believe in like the cold chills, like uh, a spirit is passing through you? They say. I do believe. Yes, I believe they can change the temperatures of the room. Um, for the fact that I believe that ghosts take the energies from the room. That's why the temperature change. I believe in a ther- what I call thermal energy, because um, you know they're, what they tell us is that ghosts absorb energy from the surroundings to manifest themselves. Well, isn't heat and cold energy? Yeah. Right? Heat's energy. So yeah. why wouldn't the room change, temperature change if they're trying to absorb the energy out of that room or that area? Why wouldn't that temperature change? Why wouldn't it get colder? Yeah, it's, you know, right. that's my one of my theories. I have that theory. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, though. I mean, bring back why the memory also for me. I also believe it's harder for ghosts to manifest themselves in a colder location like in the middle of winter, because there's no heat. Uh-huh. There's no thermal energy for them to manifest themselves on. Oh, wow. That's that's interesting. Well, I noticed during the winter times, the colder months, when you're in a colder location, I get very little activity. But when you go somewhere when it's warmer, it seems like the activity is better. Okay. Wow. It may be just psychological or whatever, but, you know, to me and my experiences over time, it seems to be 
what I think. Mm-hmm. But you were going to say something? What? Um, no, I, I was just following along, like, um, but I mean, yeah, it makes that <laughs> to me makes sense because are they, like, is it because they're absorbing the warmth and making it right. cold? The thermal, the thermal or, energy, right. which then creates and turns the room or that area cold because they're absorbing that heat in that area. So then when you, mm. if you ever come in contact with one, then do you feel the warmth of it? Or, or the cold. Or, you feel the cold of, the cold of it because it's taking the heat out of the room. But the, then the but temperatures the heat, go down. But is the heat going anywhere? It's, it's, if it's becoming coming, energy. Then if it's being, yeah, then if, if it's being absorbed and then like maybe, um, it's just being what do you call it? The energy like, is being changed into a different type of energy, you know? Okay. Right. It's, like, it's like taking the sun and powering your house with it. You know, you're not powering your house with the exact, just with the sun. You're actually changing the energy of it to power your house. My theory. Oh, like yeah, transferring. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. Okay. It's not the same energy once the spirit has it. It just changes it, so it can use it to manifest and do what it needs to do to try to communicate. Wow. That's cool. So it that same sort of energy they could use to like make stuff move. Or make to things move, push people over, scratch people. Um, yes, we've had some, we've had things disappear that we still can't find to this day. Wow. Well, what have, what have you lost? Uh, we had a flashlight literally disappear on camera and was never found ever again. Because they didn't want you to, to We don't well, know. The camera, the flashlight wasn't even on. What we were doing is oh. we were doing the thing with, you know, with trying to communicate with it. They turn on the flashlights and stuff. And the three lights uh-huh. were sitting there. We, we were we were probably a good 20, 30 feet away from where the flashlights were sitting, so nothing could be, you know, messing with it. And we had the camera sitting there. None of the lights were on, but because I was working in IR light, you could actually see the reflection off the lens of the flashlights. And all of a sudden, one of the flashlights disappears, and we never Whoa. saw it again. Oh, is that like the the night vision you're talking about? Yeah, IR, yeah, IR light, oh. yeah. I oh. shoot in IR light most of the time because I'm shooting at night. So, yeah. Right. Okay. I know. How wow. does that work? Like, there's just a light in the <laughs> in the camera, or is there no, a light shining? Ex- well, there's a light in the camera that's IR, and there's also I have also external lights that are IR lights that are invisible to the human eye, but can only be seen by cameras. Oh wow! And that—that's what I'll that kind of that dark. dark visual. Yes, right. we can see in the dark. The green, the green lighting you see on videos like that—that's IR light. Yeah. Yeah. What What other type of equipment do you use when you go out? I also, oh, I also have K, I have K two, you have two K two units. I have a REM pod. I have a spirit box. My digital recorder. You know the basics. <laughs> Wow, <clears throat> that's a lot of equipment. 
Uh, I also carry, I also have four different cameras, you know, the lighting, <laughs> uh, two different drones. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. Cool. And then you and you have a Very team of cool. people. Say what? Now? And, and and you have like a team of people that actually, go with you. Um, right now, with my paranormal, I actually work with other paranormal teams. Uh, mo- most of the okay. team I've been working with lately is Fox Valley Ghost Hunters out of Wisconsin. Here, um, I've been in talks with Racine Paranormal a little bit. You know, work with them a little bit. So then I also work with another paranormal team from Indiana. So I, I get around. I, I kind of like I like to c- uh, collaborate with other teams. I'm not, you know, one team person. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. cool. everybody's got their own theories, their own ways of doing things. So you can always learn from what, you know working with other teams. Yeah. Um, okay. Jay, how do, how do you feel about working with like a psychic or someone? Who has an ability to communicate? <sighs> Psychics—that's one of those things that I, I really have a hard time with it. Um, it I'm sorry, but Miss Cleo ruined that. <laughs> 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 Just saying, you know. Um, you know, people are suing her for fraud. Really. Oh, anyways. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's just been so many fakes out there. It's hard to even believe if they're real. And the the real ones, you're really going to have to convince me, you know, that you're real and you have this ability. Otherwise, I'm probably not going to believe you. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, I think it's like it's possible, but it's just rare. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sure somebody out there. Maybe one in a thousand people, but not like it is today where there's one eight hundred call us for your psychic reading. <laughs> no, sorry. Right. No. I mean, I would be like if I was a paranormal investigator, I'd be like if someone's telling me they're psychic, I'd be like, Okay, tell me where the ghosts are. <laughs> you can communicate with them, right? <laughs> if you're psychic, tell me something about me that only I would know. Right. And that's it. End the conversation, because if you can't do that, you don't have much on me. (laughs) But there are, I mean, not to argue, you know, not to to put down, you know, people that, you know, there are people that, you know, there's more than just one type of psychic. You know, there's people that communicate with the dead, you know, certain types of dead. There's there's all sorts of different types of psychics. So, you know, it's a hard thing to, you know, to touch on. I, it's, it's kind of strange. Um, I've interviewed a couple um, psychics who are actually right on point with a few things. I've had them on, like I have the both of you, and had them interview the other person. And the responses oh. that came back privately were that they were right on point. So I do know there, you know, there probably are for real psychics out there. But like well, I'm not they're saying there probably aren't as few as you know aren't <laughs> real ones out there, just not as many as they say they are. Right, right. I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the gifted. <laughs> and I I think a lot of the people who people think are fake is they might have some little bit level of psychic ability, but not really enough to like have a career, but they're trying to have a career. I think that's right. happening. Right. Something something, something. They're trying because, to do something yeah. with nothing. <laughs> yeah, I think that's... Like, I mean, they I've do been have, referred to... 
yeah, as a beacon because I, you know, ghosts are like attract themselves to me. You know, they show up to me. But you know, I guess that would be okay. considered a psychic in a way too, wouldn't it? You know, I see, mm-hmm. I see yeah, dead people. Kind of so technically, attraction. that would be a psychic, wouldn't it? So you know. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not yeah, seeing them like the sixth sense and stuff like that, but, you know, I feel them, <laughs> I sense them, you know, the hair in the back of my neck stands up and, you know, something that you know something's there. You just can't see it. So it's pretty mm-hmm. nice. Well, technically, I guess that would make me a psychic, right? Right. Jay, do you, do you think you're being followed by a specific um, spirit of some sort ever? Actually, yeah. For I've been some followed reason? around basically my whole life. Um, my my family believes my aunt actually follows me around. We call her the Lady in White. Oh. Mm-hmm. And most of the people in my family has actually seen her, so that's the best what? part about her. <laughs> and my aunt used to wow. show up to me right before I do stupid things. <laughs> oh wow! Like a, like trying to warn me <laughs> not to do something, but of course, being me, I didn't listen. And you know, went on with the stupid thing, and well, you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you ever get that smack that upside the head? You're about to do something dumb. Don't do it. I'm not listening. I'm going away. Now. Oh. <laughs> well, that's good that she shows up at those times. I hope you've learned from that. <laughs> I haven't seen her in a long time, which is kind of disappointing, but I still think I feel her once in a while. I'm sure she's watching over you. I am sure of that. <laughs> well, I'm sure I could tell you some stories of the stuff I hear in this house already. So. Oh, boy. Nothing like laying in your bed at night listening to a conversation go on in your dining room and there's nobody else that lives with you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Oh, that was See, I would, I would freak the fuck out. <laughs> I turn on the fan and I roll over and go to sleep. I would be gone. Oh, I've heard things. Yeah. I've had things said to me. I've heard spirits talk to me when I've walked into places. Oh yeah, I've had words said to me. I've had conversations. I've yeah, it's oh, interesting. God. I can Ooh. take up probably a half only- hour of your show just telling you stories. That's right. Next time they start telling you numbers, you better write them down and then go play the lottery. Seven? Okay. <laughs> Seven. Well, Jay, it, it's been so nice interviewing you. And, Rhett, thank you for helping me talk to Jay tonight. It's great hanging out with yeah. both of you. But, Jay, before I switch over and we, we give Rhett some time, would you please um, give us the information on how we can learn some more about you and how we can see your videos and get in touch I'm uh, my channel's name is Exploring with Jay. I'm on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm um, pretty much everywhere. Uh, my email is also Exploring with Jay at Yahoo.com. Um, so <laughs> everything's Exploring with Jay. Cool. I'm, I'm Easy check enough. It out. Awesome. Okay, Rhett, you're up. <laughs> hey, now, Rhett, why hey, everybody. Tell Jay about so, yeah. you? <laughs> Um, yeah, so, um, you know, I was raised Mormon, um, you know, from a small town in, 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 um, in like, south southeastern Minnesota, and um, 
it's about like an hour south of the cities, Twin Cities, and went to college in the Twin Cities. And um, yeah, I always knew I wanted to get away from like, you know, where, like where I grew up. And, um, and I was always very shy. And so I just kind of like, you know, stumbled upon comedy like seven years ago and, you know, haven't stopped since. So, um, because like, I was always like a frustrated artist. And so, um, I finally kind of like, I guess, found my voice in comedy and, um, at, at, um, the People's Improv Theater here in New York City, I host the open mic, um, you know, every Saturday at four, if anybody, um, you know, wants to check that out. (laughs) Um, and so, and also, um, coming up, we have, like, we're gonna do this, like, mini tour of, like, the, um, 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 VFW type venues, because we found that, like, um, you know, it's it's kind of, like, easy to work with them. Um, they have, like, kind of a built-in audience and stuff. And because one of my friends, um, 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 Ben Pernick, he is releasing, like, this EP of, like, comedy songs. So we're going to do a tour, like, actually kind of in your area, like, or, like, well, no, in Connecticut, I think mostly. Um, or wait, because I, I forgot, is Massachusetts above Connecticut? <laughs> I forgot. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. You're right. Yeah. So, no, actually, we're going <laughs> to kind of be in, like, the Connecticut area, um, you know, doing, like, a mini tour in a few months. Um, so, you know, people can um, look for that. Um, and, um, you, you, like, my social media is just Rest Weaver. Um on like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, stuff like that. So, so yeah. Right. Well, I I hear there is a comedy festival happening in Connecticut. Are do you are you any part of that? Oh. Are you aware of? No. What's that one called? Okay. It's it's um. That's... I I just know there's a comedy festival. I will find out more oh, information okay. for you though. And uh, please get in touch with me and let me know where you're going to be in Connecticut. I might be able to come down and see you. So that would be awesome. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to kind of, you know, like sit out and like just um, try to, you know, like do maybe like do some like messaging to people we know who are interested, but um just kind of yeah like really advertise it on social media a lot this summer um nice and yeah i have heard of like a lot of comedy festivals because i've like you know submitted my videos um you know to try to get on but um i i'll try to um check out the one in connecticut i haven't heard um because i mean there is a lot of them but i i haven't heard any like specifics But yeah, right. Um, I there's a couple comedians. Um, I was talking to. I don't know. Um, they they're actually working on the comedy festival. Um, I don't know how much more okay. they pulled together on it. So um, I don't know if it's even listed yet. But I do know that they're trying to develop one. So um, I, as soon as I find out information about that, I definitely will be in touch with you. And um, 
hopefully to everyone else, I'll be able to announce that right here on the show. Um, that'd be fun. And love to have you, you know, be part of that. Um, have, have you ever done any sort of um, roasting before? Um, yeah, I did the um, the um, um, New York um, Comedy Fight Club. It's this small show at, like, Lucky Jack's. And now I think, oh, yeah, now I think they're at the stand um, um, here in Manhattan. And, um, yeah, they do, like, I was kind of on their earlier shows. Now they're kind of, like, doing a bigger show, and I haven't, um, you know, been able to get on that. Um, I didn't Marin who, um, who, who does it, um, like lately, but, um, but yeah, like his show's gotten bigger and, um, and yeah, it was fun. It was like a fun exercise to like, because like they pair you with somebody, then you kind of have to like research them online to kind of like come up with the jokes. Um, and yeah, that was always fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I did that more like a, a few years ago, um, but yeah, that that's that is a fun <laughs> a fun thing to come like coming up with jokes like just spe- specifically for that um, was always was always really cool. Um, and oh, I was yeah. always like the one that would be like really like like kind of like more off and weird about it. <laughs> Because, like, I would even, like, sometimes start roasting myself <laughs> or, like, just, like, I don't know. I Because, like, I guess my, with my sensibility and that kind of thing and maybe with my relationship, I don't know, to, like, uh, just, like, making fun of people in general. Because, like, you know, growing up, like, I was, like, really made fun of and stuff like that. So, like, I don't know if that's why I'm, like, more weird about it. But yeah, like I'll, I'll just be like more like off the wall, and and kind of I don't know, just like surprise people with like just really like weird stuff, kind of. I guess. <laughs> um, and I I don't know. I like being like having the reputation of like, you know, like what's what's Rhett gonna do now you know like kind of a thing or like this time right. you know um because because like I don't know sometimes like I couldn't do like just the straightforward like typical roast type of thing and so then mm-hmm. I would um you know like kind of like go too far in like another direction or something like um <laughs> and, and maybe even like just like <laughs> make fun of myself what you go off on a tangent <laughs> yeah i mean yeah something like that or just yeah be more <laughs> weird with it um i don't know well actually i also like just making stuff up where some people sometimes like if you know the person more well i guess you can do the the jokes more specific to them and sometimes i would do that if i could but then sometimes it was fun just to like make stuff up <laughs> and just like write like ra- like random stuff 
or even kind of like right. um based off some of like my weird jokes um just kind of like make stuff up yeah and then you know people would just be like um i don't know i like getting like a weird reaction also like um from <laughs> audiences and um and so i would do that right. i just you- you can see if they like Making it or stuff not. Up, I think yeah. that's a great. Yeah. yeah, that's a great way to just get up there and get it out there and like see the reaction. <laughs> okay, don't ever use that one again. Yeah. Or yes, okay, we'll use that next time too. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you, so, do you write all your own skits? I'm sorry, what? Do you write all your own skits or um, what do you call them? Um, yeah. Your jokes? Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think nowadays you you kind of have to like eat. Um, I mean, unless you get like bigger, you can hire writers. But even that is cool type of thing. Like you'll hear mm-hmm. like um, like all like the really big people like back in the day would hire writers. But and especially like nowadays, mm-hmm. really like the only hired writers are like for like late night type shows. But mostly pretty much every comedian really has to like write their own stuff or Mm -hmm. maybe somehow at least credit people if they do do other people's material like you I don't know because like there's always like uh, the controversies where you'll just be like more not respected if um, if like you're you know doing other people's jokes i don't know so right so yeah I think that's yeah something that's kind of changed um yeah now is yeah it's i mean it's definitely if yeah. you use someone else's jokes you like be prepared because they find out it's not a happy ending <laughs> yeah because then your your reputation is just people don't know you know what what you've taken or whatever. So, um, I mean, people still, you know, can make a living um, doing that. But, the, you know, their fans are just going to be people who are okay with that, I guess. Like people like hmm. um, um, Carlos Mencia, he's really known for that, like Tyrael. But his argument is like he's doing it better. <laughs> or something, I guess. I don't know. Um, right. But, yeah, and I, I have heard a little bit of, like, people, they'll they'll pay people for their jokes. So then it's like, um, you know, you can't really be wow. accused of anything if you've actually purchased and had a deal with somebody of, like, paying them to write for you. Um, but, yeah, otherwise, right. most nowadays, people you kind of have to do your own stuff. Yeah. Like your own who, who inspires you? Who inspires you to? Um, it's, it's so I weird. Mean, like I realize for some reason I'm more, um, I don't know, in terms of like the other, um, like well-known comedians I listen to are for some reason, like are more women, comedians like like Joan Rivers or Kathy Griffin or Tig Notaro, Amy Schumer, 
I don't know what it is, but I just, I think I relate to like, like the female perspective more, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe just being like, you know, like growing up oppressed (laughs) and like, you know, like, like growing, you know, um, you know, and just, I think, yeah, I've like been, I I relate more to that. I guess like just being gay, <laughs> I think mm-hmm. um, like w- female comedians like really inspire me more. I think, and and I mean like I do listen to a lot of like men comedians as well, but um, there's something about like this like underlying. <laughs> well, just I think because of our society, like there's like this underlying like you know you know like toxic masculinity that I think we're more aware of now I think like especially lately I think we're more aware so like you'll be listening to like you know male comedians and I'll just for some reason cringe more (laughs) with some of their jokes because do you know what I mean do you find that or do you think they're being more vulgar in their jokes towards people? Or? Um, um, I mean, I mean, maybe, but like, I don't know. And, and especially at open mics, like you'll, you'll, you know, cause like people aren't formed yet and like the material they're working on can be like more cringe, but that can also be something interesting. Like, um, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like where you you like you're criticizing them, but it's like just an interesting way into people's um, you know, perspective and psyche, what they write about and what they joke about, and when it right. is like cringy in terms of like like their you know like negative relationship with women. <laughs> That kind of thing, mm-hmm. is, I don't know, it's, it can be right. like, kind of awkward. Um, right. But it's yeah, you know, that, that's how it is when you're starting out and going to a lot of open mics. Um, you see a lot of like, people kind of going there, I think, as a form of therapy, <laughs> you know. Right. So, you, yeah. you know, I, I do have to tell you, um, I've interviewed hundreds of comedians now. It's, I used yeah. to have the show, the sharing, yeah, the comedy forum. And I I noticed from that that there's a lot more men who are interested in doing a show. And the women that I interviewed to do the show said it's very hard for women to be able to do like an all-woman show. Even though you have mentioned a lot okay. of famous women, it's very hard for women to participate because it's very different up on stage between men and women comedians yeah. and the content that they have is very controversial and and for some women for for most of the comedian women females it's very hard for them to make um to be able to get involved in one of the shows what shows yeah. are you talking about i'm sorry um like what do you mean stand You're- up Throughout New York, yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, other places, it's just shows. very difficult. Uh huh. Oh, okay. And doing stand up. Oh, you mean yeah. in general? Okay. 
I thought you in were general, talking yes. that this, right, <laughs> just in general, right, okay, yeah, I mean, yes. um, and it's weird, I was watching this documentary, like, is, um, by Bonnie McFarland, who's, who's married to, um, um, ugh, I think Rick Voss, and, um, they, you know, like, they toured together, and she made this documentary called, you know, Women Aren't Funny, about exploring that whole myth and everything, and I think it's because, mm-hmm. like, you know, people, I mean, it's kind of like with racism. It's like, you know, the the skin color isn't the problem. It's the, like, the it's the racism is the problem. So I think it's also that way with, like, this myth that, like, women aren't funny. It's like, no, women have the <laughs> the capacity to be equal and just as funny, but since you know, society's oppressing them and telling them that, that, that they're not funny. That's why maybe why they aren't funny is because society um, is telling them that. And so it's kind of like mm-hmm. with that, it's like um, with, with any type of oppression, it's like um, it's only true because of the oppression, not because people don't have the capability, you know, to be, to be equal or, or whatever. And so I think that's also why, um, you know, there's a problem with that. Um, but yeah, and, and especially like when you're just starting out, um, a lot of the, the comedy clubs, um, yeah, they have like 90% men. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's crazy. Right now. But especially like being- more on- and in the media, it is yeah, it is better when you get to that level. Um, it there's a little bit more equality. Um, like right. you know, 60, 60 40 maybe. Um, it, it gets a little better, but when you're starting out, it's definitely worse. <laughs> yeah. Right now, tell me about your experiences. Now you're a gay comedian. Do you? see any yeah. sort of difference in that as well and can you explain um no I guess um my problems were more like when when you know I lived in the Midwest <laughs> and so here you know it's pretty like progressive and liberal so um mm-hmm. and I think also um it's different for like more like like guys who are like more feminine probably experience more negativity um but i think a lot of the people i meet um unless they're kind of people who are like attuned to like i don't know like like sexuality or something they don't really maybe notice or think that I'm gay or assume that. So I think that's why I don't have as big a problem because um, I think half the people just don't think about it. So they just, you know, maybe assume that I'm straight in the back of their mind. And, and so I don't get, um, you know, as much negativity as probably like the more feminine guys or maybe like more masculine um, women you know, they they definitely get the worst of the, like, discrimination. 
So, but yeah. Right. So I guess I don't. Um, but I mean, I guess once I maybe joke about it, I don't know if like, you know, you know what people are thinking. I guess. Um, but I haven't had right. any negative experiences. Um, you know, okay. after like. After you know, after people know, or after people, I joke about it or whatever. So, yeah. But right. I think that's why I also live here, in you know, like a, and I think that's why like gay people move to like big cities or liberal areas because, um, you know, it's it's just more positive. So yeah. Hmm, that's really interesting. Um. <clears throat> Do you write about a certain topic? I mean, I know you're saying you kind of talk about different things, but do you try to, like, tell a story when you're up on stage doing jokes, or do you kind of yeah, that's, get around? Yeah, that's maybe one of the problems I have is, like, a lot of my jokes are not connected, and so mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. seems like I try to, like, have a a segue maybe tries to connect things. Um, Mm -hmm. But just a lot of the things I think of, they're just not connected. And so, um, but yeah, I do try to do like my, like my five minute sets where I just do kind of like jokes that kind of all relate. Um, But yeah, I haven't had a lot of like story telling type jokes. I do have a few and, but, yeah, I definitely think that is more easier when you have, like, a set of a set of jokes that are a story or that relate better. It does flow. Um, because, yeah, sometimes when I just started, like, I, w- I would just do, like, that one-liner type stuff that's, like, n- not connected. And mm-hmm. and that... I don't know. Sometimes it can feel awkward, but I think that's also what people sometimes like about it is is just like the awkward randomness of it, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I'm still trying to figure out um, how to how to do that, I guess. But like, right? I've had a few sets that are longer, like ten, twenty minute sets. I haven't done that a lot I should try to do that more um but there's just you know not a lot of opportunity to where you can you know kind of trap people for that long <laughs> um <laughs> you know you're lucky I, to I, get five minutes with an audience but yeah yeah um, oh yeah <laughs> when it's longer then um then you you get the opportunity, I guess, to do your longer storytelling type jokes. Like I, I recently wrote something is where I, I tell this story about like this guy who saw his sister in a porno <laughs> and then um, he is kind of like mentally unstable and, you know, eventually kills himself and his family <laughs> like kind of, wow. they don't know if like, that put him over the edge, you know, seeing his sister. But then it turns out that his sister, it wasn't his sister. It was his, um, so the family goes to the sister and is like, you know, like, 
you know, do you do porn? And she's like, no. But then a few weeks later, she does the 23 and me thing. <laughs> and she, um, she finds out that it's her long lost sister that was in the porn. <laughs> and so then, but then like, oh, so no. I tell this whole story. <laughs> and so then, mm-hmm. and then the awkward thing where like, she has to tell her long lost sister, like, yeah, like my brother killed himself because, like, it might have been partly because he saw you in a porno. <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> I tell this whole story, and I, I make the audience think that I just, like, heard it online or something. I heard the story off the Wait, internet, but then I'm like, would you like, um, the craziest you like part to, of the like, story is that, yeah. Sorry, would you what? Like to actually do, would you like to actually do this? You don't have to talk about it if it's... Is no, it, yeah, I know. Would you like to share that's, with us? That's what I was thinking as I, <laughs> that's what I was thinking as I was telling about it. But I mean, that's the <laughs> gist of it. But like, yeah, I like. It's funny that you tell like more. You were talking about storytelling because like, the the joke is that <laughs> um, I'm like, no, you guys. The craziest part of the story is that I I'm just a really creative writer. Like I made it up, <laughs> and then. <laughs> after like people have like kind of been listening intently then funny that I just made it up um but yeah and then I'm thinking of maybe even writing writing that actual short story like um but yeah anyway <laughs> wow and it's funny That's pretty cool. I, I did oh, I mean, a, a show you- in New in New Jersey that was like a porn themed show <laughs> and so I did right. for that show yeah I see interesting <laughs> now Rhett we have about three minutes left um okay. is there anything you'd like to share with us or would you, could you show off a little bit show us tell us something funny yeah um well I mean I I hate this whole thing <laughs> with sliders because like whose appetizing genius idea was it the way it enters and exits our body you know (laughs) like oh do you want to try our new burrito the explosion like no like you don't (laughs) you don't name something after you know after its end result is all i'm saying like i don't know that's i want a brown eye burrito oh what what I said I want a brown eye burrito. <laughs> I've never sorry. I haven't heard, I haven't heard of it referred to as that, but no, that's actually interesting. Um the Sherry, the last time um I was on I you know, remember I was unemployed and now it's funny um that we bring up burritos is because now that's actually my new job is I work at this place called Dos Toros and it's like the best is this really cool, like mini franchise in New York city. They a little bit oh, in Chicago, but, um, but yeah, they, they have all fresh ingredients every day. Um, and they make like the best, you know, the, like the best, um, like tacos and burritos. Um, because, because wow. like, they're even better than Chipotle like their main wow. um, competitor because they get everything fresh every day. Um, so like, now, it, it's kind of crazy working there because um, because of that. But but yeah, that's my. New you job. better get a pay um, raise. So I am employed. You better get. A, 
You, you better get a pay a raise. What? You just gave them an awesome ad. <laughs> yeah. So, you, you just um, heard this on live radio. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, yeah, it's a great you're, place you're to work. You're going to be this month so. employee of the year. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's awesome. And now you can have yeah. many foods to joke about now. Go ahead, Jay. What? So they're going to make you a manager. <laughs> so Jay, um, we'll have to go out there and so yeah. see him make these burritos someday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, um, I like well, the tacos. Sorry, what? No, go ahead. We're we're almost done here. So, no, yeah, no I didn't. Yeah, yes. Yeah, no, I didn't hear what you said. But anyway. I think you said he likes authentic Mexican burrito? tacos. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the authentic. Yeah, it's definitely not, authentic. Not Taco place. Bell. That's not. That's taco yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've no, had authentic Bell. tacos. Yeah, that's not authentic. Yeah, you definitely can't go back to that once yeah. you've had the real thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big difference. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well. You guys, we've right. come to the end of the show. This has been so much fun. Thank you both for joining me tonight. Jay Rittler and Rhett Sever, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Yeah, thank you very much I, for having us. Yep, thanks for having me. You're welcome. I feel like we could hang out again sometime. This would be fun. All right. We could do yeah. this for hours. Thank you realize this, right? <laughs> yeah. I know, right? You know, I'm I'm gonna have to invest in the longer hour show and have you both on again. <laughs> oh, actually, that is the one thing I forgot that I'm Uh-oh. um starting a podcast with my friend, <laughs> and um oh, sure. we, we're researching sure Bob Fosse. The first the first episode is gonna be on Bob Fosse, and so people can okay. you know check that out if they're interested in that on my on my social media. Send me the link if you could, and I'll be sure to share it for you as well. That'd be awesome. Cool. Cool. Thanks. Awesome. Send it to me. Well, thank you guys again. And Rhett, keep in touch. And Jay, please keep in touch with me. Let me know how these stays are at these schools you plan on staying overnight in. And I got to hear all about these stories coming up. So, (laughs) you guys have yourselves a great Easter. And thank you all for listening tonight. I hope you really enjoyed the show. And we'll be back again next Friday. I'll be I'll have another Sherry Clip show. So stay tuned and look cool. out for me. <laughs> all right. Thank you very much. Good night, everyone. Have a good, have a good night. Thank you. Good night, everyone. <laughs>